it's a joy to be able to meet like this this morning the word that i wanted to us to meditate on is about repentance repentance i know it's not a, a frequent topic it's not something that is heard enough i believe but i believe it is one of the most crucial um, messages of christ in fact when when we see him begin his ministry he repeatedly says this one sentence repent for the kingdom of heaven is near repent for the kingdom of heaven is near uh, he was very bold to talk about repentance and uh, repentance is talked about in 100 places in the word of god repentance basically means it's a coming together of two words you know meta and noyo you know uh, they basically mean to think differently after to change one's mind and heart to change one's mind from an earlier presupposition it basically means to turn back turn back to god 180 degrees turning back to god a good example for us is the prodigal walking away from god you can imagine that imagery taking all that he that fell to him that was his share he walks away from the father who is the image of god and wasting it in his need the holy spirit works with him and then one day he comes to his senses that's the work of the holy spirit and then he turns back back to god back to his father which is god who is actually uh, god you know he's representing god in that parable there that turning back that decisive turning back from an earlier way of going away from god this is going towards god this is repentance how how do we in a world where harsh realities are no more spoken of when sin has become so prevalent and so centered around individual rights now it is an even abominations that are mentioned in the word of god are celebrated all of last week or the week before was celebration of one kind of abomination all around the world stadiums being lit up in, in a particular color nations celebrating coming together to celebrate being boastful about where they are society is basically spitting against the wind when someone spits against the wind where will the spit land it will land on their face society is continuing to rebel against god in a very intentional way 
So that's a cultural context in which we are living in 2021. And so repentance to a lot of Christians even is a bad word. It's not, it's not a common word. Repent. Let's, let's dig into it, try to understand what it is. It's a 180 degree turn towards God. It is a complete change of direction. Complete change of direction from an earlier condition where you were. I was walking away from God. I am now walking towards God. Repentance is primarily the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit prods us, convicts us, tells us what we're doing is wrong. See, the work of the Spirit is against the work of the flesh. The enemy triggers the flesh part of us to work against the work of the Holy Spirit. That's why they delay in repentance. That's why unrepentance. That's why all of what we're seeing filth being passed on as lifestyle is because of un continuing unrepentance of one and then it becomes many and then the society eventually bites into it and saying, this is the way we live. The work of the Holy Spirit is invisible. But the result of uh, the result, the fruit of repentance is visible. The work of the Holy Spirit within you and within me towards repentance is invisible to us and to others. But the resultant fruit of repentance is visible. Hold that thought as you think of this. The next, I want to say that why repentance is resistant is because the cost of repentance is pride. Imagine, go back to prodigal. Imagine coming back to the same home, same people. Father was there when I went off. Brother was there, all the workers, all the family, all the neighbors. In front of them, I walked away. Do I have to go back in, into that presence, in their presence? Do I have to go back to that where they are there? Everybody, now I'll be, I'll be seen as a failure. Yes. Acknowledging our having chosen wrong. Acknowledging, not in some measure. See, as long as we blame somebody else, for our condition, we will never come into the journey of repentance. Oh, why did you kill somebody? Oh, he shouted at me. So everybody that gets shouted at 
can go and kill somebody? Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. But that's where we are heading. The reasoning of the present day is that. So I want to ask you, the cost of repentance is huge. It's pride. It is to say, I'm wrong. I was wrong and I'm wrong. And I need your mercy. I'm in need of your mercy now. I thought I was right. I'm, I'm wrong. I was wrong. Coming down to that level of living. Face family. Face society. Face your friends. I was wrong in the lifestyle that I chose. I went away with a woman. I had a mistress. I did things that a, a follower of Christ should not have done. I used the wealth, the money that God gave to do abominable things to myself and to others. The power that was given to me in the business, I used it to hurt people, to hurt lives, to divide families, to divide friendships, to divide even marriages. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm in need of mercy. See, again, the cost of repentance, the big cost is pride. To say that I have I was wrong. I, prodigal says that. I've sinned against heaven and you. I'm not worthy to be a son anymore. That's why his, his return is complete. See, you need to remember that even Jesus, the blameless one, in his life on earth, Showed us the way of repentance by being baptized. What is baptism? Confessing our sins. To be washed of our sins. So even he is setting the model for us. Even he who knew no sin. For our sake, when he took the form of man, this was part of the package. Repentance is part of the package for every believer. Obedient, obey, obeying God, humility before God and man. That's why God says, you know, he's my beloved son. He is blameless, but he is permitting himself as a repentant. One that wants seeking to be baptized, seeking to be renewed. Even Jesus shows the way for us. Laying aside his pride, not just tolerating the cross, but laying aside his purity, holiness, as, the, as one equal to God. Laying aside that, not grasping it, as it says in Philippians chapter 2. Not something to be grasped, but laying it out, became a child, even a child, even a, even a man on the cross. The spiral was down and in the part of the spiral was asking for mercy, asking for repentance. You know, being repentant and asking to be baptized. 
When John says, no, you need to baptize me. I baptize with water. You baptize with the Holy Spirit. No, permitted for this time. Permitted. What an amazing model for us, my friend. And it's not once. It's a continuous journey. The journey of repentance is a continuous journey, my friend. Not 27 years ago, in the youth camp, continuous, continuously, because I have failed today. I have failed yesterday. Father, I'm in need of your mercy again. Would you have mercy on me? I come to you with a repentant heart. Would you have mercy on me? Would you begin again? And the God who loves to begin again, begins again with you and me. It is a continuous, it is a, I would say, it's a daily coming back. Daily coming back. There's a beautiful verse I want to read for you, which, uh, which I believe should be a model for us. Job, chapter 1. In describing Job, this is what God's saying. When he describes Job, Verse 8, Job chapter 1, verse 8. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? For there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. Wow. Turning away from evil. What does that mean? A repentant man. <laughs> Continuously turning away. See evil. Evil way. Turning, turning back to God. Away from evil. What does it doesn't say is towards where? Towards God. Your call and my call is to turn towards God every day. If the society is to be holy and pure, you and I as believers need to turn to God so there are there are people they can watch turning away Job turning, turning away from evil fearing God and turning away from evil he was wealthy he had everything he could have asked for anything in the world he was one of the richest men of that generation and what did he do? Turned away from evil. Turned towards God. A repentant life. See, the struggle that we have is so well explained in Galatians chapter 5, 16 and 17. Galatians chapter 5, 16 and 17 goes like this. But I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets his desire against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, 
so that you may not do the things that you please. What the world is basically saying, the spirit and the flesh are at war with each other constantly. The enemy of our soul is drawing us into the flesh, into evil things, bringing evil all around us, permitting it in our life, all around us. And the spirit continuously is bringing us away from evil towards God. This repentance is at the very heart of the battle between the spirit and Satan. Satan wants us to be unrepentant. The king of kings, this kingdom, the, the, you know, the heavenly kingdom that Jesus preached, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near, wants us to repent. Basically, if you go through the entire word of God, it is probably the singular cry of Christ. Singular cry of Christ. Repent, for the kingdom is here. What Christ is saying, without repentance, you cannot receive mercy. And without mercy, you cannot receive grace. Without grace, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. See, once it becomes an individual begins to do that, and then as the Holy Spirit works in numerous individuals all around the world, different races, different tribes, there are men, women, and children who are repentant in various language groups, various tribes, various nationalities, various classes, ultra-wealthy, middle-class, poor, village, town, city, living, you know, in various nations. It becomes a movement. It, see, imagine this. One person turning to God in repentance. And through that person, watching that person, a life change, his friends come. Very soon, persisting in this repentance, there's a revival that happens in that school or college or community or in the church or in that family or in that nation. That's what God means here in Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 7. If I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Again, that word, turning. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We've been watching parts of the world burning. Literally burning. Not even burning, cooking. The word they say, there are people dying from 
intense heat and the disease all over the world, the plague that's been spreading around the world, the death that we've been living in the midst of this last year, healing the land. I will heal the land. will forgive their sins and will heal the land. You and I, my friend, are in need of this healing of our land and of lands. Healing of nations. You know where it begins? It begins with one. It begins with a few. Then it begins with a collective. Then it becomes with a, then it becomes a moment. It goes across boundaries, families and churches. It engulfs nations. If we are in need of anything, we are in need of this now. Of being forgiven. Of being, of us being repentant. Of God's people repenting and God having mercy. Because that is where healing lies. In the midst of all this pandemic, with all the financial crisis, we are thinking of wealth making and prosperity. Will those days come back? How will I make? How will I make my ends meet? How will I gain resources that I need for my to feed my people? All the employees are dependent. Their families are looking to me. I'll read you a verse. Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28. Verse 13. He who conceals his transgressions will not prosper. The very opposite of repentance. He who conceals his transgressions will not prosper. But he who confesses and forsakes them will find compassion. The ground for prosperity, my friend, is not unrepentance, but it is repentance. Having failed God, turned away from God, turned our backs to God, we now turn our face to God. That is a call. And finally, we have so many models of life that we talk about, areas of life, leadership model, leadership lifestyles, health, healthy lifestyles, healthy models, role models in business, financially model, this is a model for me, marriage-wise, family-wise, this family is a model for me. We never talk about repentant models. Have you ever heard of anybody saying, he's my repentant model? Have you ever attended a seminar on repentant lifestyle? But the call of Christ on us is repentant lifestyle. Like Job continually turning away from evil. Continually turning away from flesh. Turning towards God. Turning towards the spirit. You and I are called to perpetuate this repentant lifestyle. For there's nobody else pushing this, my friend. 
if you and I need a godly generation to be left behind us, you and I need to be repentant models. If we are to leave a godly generation in this nation or in any nation, repentant models. The West failed in this. The West left behind many other models. Successful models, but not repentant models. Personality models, personal improvement models, but not repentant models. Am I living a repentant life? Am I God's trophy? Job was God's trophy. When Satan, after in the passage I read, comes after roaming the earth. God says, have you considered my son, my child, Job, turning away from evil all the time? God's trophy. God's trophy. God does place Job as a trophy before him. You and I are to be God's trophies, turning away from evil, fearing God. In a wicked world, where wickedness is increasing, where it will get legalized, my friends. You know, marijuana is legalized. You know, kanja is legalized. Every drug will be legalized soon. All around the world, it's being legalized. Pornography will be legalized. It's legal in many countries. Even if you live longer, we'll see even murder legalized. Even rape legalized. In, you know, you know, God forbid it, but even rape will some in some crazy nation will be legalized. That's the kind of season you and I are living in. In the midst of it, God is looking for a godly heritage of repentant ones, unusual ones who turn away from evil, who realize there is a battle for my soul. There is a battle between the spirit and the flesh every day and I need to continually turn away from evil towards God. May God speak to us. May God disturb us. May there be repentance in our hearts, in our minds, a turning back to God. May our lives be one in which we turn continually and face God, our faces towards God's face. May we be part of a revival, a revival, a moment of repentant ones, a collective of repentant ones that trigger repentance wherever they go. May God have mercy on us and our generations. Father, I ask for your mercy this morning, not in our strength, but in our utter failure, we have failed. We have fallen. We were wrong. We are not worthy. We have sinned against heaven and against man. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.